are now locked in and listening to The Issue. This guy is a franchise quarterback, and no, I don't want to hear any pushback on that. It, it feels like a top 10 roster to me. It feels like it can win a championship. This is The Issue. Yo, what's up? We are back. It is the issue. The first domino has fallen in the NFL. Uh, The domino effect of quarterbacks going to different teams, NFL free agency, it has all started now. We'll have all of it for you. Uh, It is Thursday, March 9th. Thanks for stopping in and listening or watching. You can watch us on YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Prime Video, as well as listening on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We got Google Podcasts and Amazon Music. So however you're joining us today, uh, thanks for being here. Great show. I mean, if you could could define NFL free agency... And how it can just go from zero to a hundred in about thirteen seconds? What, like in the last seventy-two hours? Yes, it has been insane. You love to see it. Uh, Let's start there. You love to see it. Gives us a ton of ton to talk about today. Tons Um, of content. We love. We we love. We love. We love content. We're in the content business, right? Like, oh, you know, you root for teams outside of like Pittsburgh. I really don't root for that many teams. I just root for like interesting. Yeah, I just want content. I want. Chaos mostly. I like chaos. It's kind of fun. It is fun. Right, like, um, it, it's fun to bash on Cleveland, right? Like chaos is fun. It is fun to bash on fun. Cleveland. <laughs> we need to bring that back. Oh, soon. don't worry. I'm going to do it. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but today we're going to start out with uh, Derek Carr to the Saints. Uh, Tim's rant there to start the show, and then we'll have hits and misses to close out the first. Uh, segment like we normally do in the second segment though we're going to have draft or no draft little game we're going to play here uh with nfl quarterbacks and nfl yeah nfl team Should NFL you draft teams, a quarterback? Right. Yeah, right um and then news to finish out the second segment there in the third segment we will have good bad and ugly uh we're going to go through a bunch of different stuff there uh play quarterback, game. quarterback contracts right yeah you know, so. uh, do, do we like the new contracts or new contract talk right so look there, there's a there's one that's sticking out to me that i think be should ugly. be the definition of the ugly, ugly category uh we'll get to that but it's gonna be ugly. I, I mean i think the biggest news right now is Derek carr and new orleans though right yeah i think so too i mean there's a classic saying like you're not you're not worth what you what you think you're worth you're worth what somebody's willing to pay you right whether that's a service a product right it's not exactly worth what you think it might be it's worth whatever somebody's willing to pay you whether that's more than what it's actually worth or whether it's a little bit less than you think it's worth right it's all about what do you what are you willing to get? Or what's somebody willing to give you? Right? Hey, you could be like a photographer, take whatever pictures or I don't know, some package. It's actually worth twenty dollars of your time, your energy, your product, right? But in reality, someone who's not good at it's gonna be like, Oh, I'll pay you fifty for it. I'll pay you fifty for your service, whatever. Right? Because that's what you're worth on the open market. That's the true value of what you're worth when somebody's giving you money for a product, a service, etc. Right, same thing with any industry, really. Football's no different. We've seen two, three examples now. I keep hearing that Derek Carr's no good. He's got $37 million for four years. Thirty-seven and a half. I'm sorry. Even better. Most of it guaranteed. Well, that's odd. It seems pretty valuable to me. It's about the seventh most valuable starting quarterback in the league. Now, I know money's not everything because you got Tannehill up there and, and other iffy quarterbacks. But if you ever want to know your market... Or you, you, you want to know your value? Test the market. Right? Go, 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 go test it. Lamar's about to. Let's look at Lamar's testing the market so far. He thinks he deserves a fully guaranteed contract because of Deshaun Watson and the Browns. First of all, let's start there. Can we not let the Cleveland Browns decide shit for what a market is? They don't get a say 
ever to how to dictate any business market ever. Like why as a business would be, we'd be like, yeah, you know what? The worst business in our industry, let's do what they're doing. That's an awful idea. That's terrible. That's a, what if all the streaming services were coming out? Hey, we're streaming this show. We're streaming this show. And Blockbuster's like, hey, do what we're doing. Keep selling discs in stores. That's a terrible idea. That's, a, that's an awful idea. Not a great business model. That's a, that's a terrible business model. So is Cleveland giving Deshaun Watson a fully guaranteed contract where he sat out for two years. And then touched about 40 women. And then had to sit out for almost another full year. Yeah, let's give that guy fully guaranteed money. Right, so I, I, I totally get what, what Baltimore is doing, right? Hey, no, we're not going to let what Cleveland did reset the market because at the end of the day, hey, it's Cleveland, right? Like, you wouldn't go to Green Bay and be like, hey, you know how Detroit did that really stupid thing because that's what Detroit does? <laughs> we should probably do that. That'd be a terrible idea, right? It's awful. But my point is, Lamar wants this 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 fully guaranteed contract, wants structured a certain way. To be frank, nobody wants to give it to him. Baltimore, a really smart, well-run organization, said absolutely not. Hell, even Atlanta's not a good organization as of late. And they said, no, nah, we'll, we'll pass. <laughs> we'll pass. The Jets, as of now, are rolling with Zach Wilson and Mike White. And they haven't even been rumored to be discussing Lamar Jackson. Haven't even reached out, haven't discussed him in the room. Or at least hasn't leaked that they've been discussing him in the room. Houston sucks so bad. Don't have a quarterback. They could easily trade for a Lamar Jackson. Give them, give them their second overall pick. It's a bad draft anyway. So it'd be the perfect draft to trade down. No. No, they're good. They'll, they'll, they'll hang tight. The market will tell you what you're worth. Lamar's great, no doubt about it. But he's kind of plateaued as a passer. He's not that special in that area. He's still a great runner, but he's been hurt three of the last year, you know, the last three years because of his running. So it's not so simple. It's not as linear as, oh, Lamar's good, let's just pay him. Right? So there's two examples of what you're actually worth. Lamar thinks he's worth a bunch. Social media says, hey, he can run really fast. He's worth a bunch of money. But then in reality, the market says, nah, we'll hang tight. We'll hang tight. Derek Carr's kind of kind of nerdy, right? And I and I like Derek, but he's a little bit. He's not. He's not super cool. Gives you a Kirk Cousins vibe, where it's like Kirk Cousins with chains around his neck. Like it's a little weird. It's a little weird, right? Derek kind of gives you that feel. But he hits the open market. And he's the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league. Because that's what the market says he's worth. Would I feel better around thirty? Yeah, probably. And I'm a I'm a I'm a Derek Carr fan. I think he's a really nice NFL quarterback, but in 37 and a half, might be a little bit, might be a little hefty. Right, but New Orleans said, you know what, screw it, we can win games with him. We can win games. A lot of games. He tested the market, and the demand was there. Jets wanted him. Carolina made calls. Saints got him. Good for Derek. We'll monitor the Lamar situation, but that is a prime example of the market's going to tell you what you're actually worth. You don't dictate your market. You, you might be at your job right now, and you're like, I don't know, you're making 100000 100, nice, nice easy number. You're like, oh, I don't get paid enough for this shit. That's a, that's a common thing that people say, I don't get paid enough for this. Okay. Well, then quit. Quit. See what's out there. See what's out there. You'd be, you'd be very surprised how many people aren't lining up to give you 120 like you think you're worth. You'd be very surprised in whatever industry you think it is. Right? You'd be very surprised. Right, Lamar? 
has a tailored system just to him. He's got a historically great organization right there. So a couple bucks here and there. And and, and I like athletes. Go, 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 go get your money. That's fine. But let's also be real about it. What are you going to go to? Well, I guess Atlanta's out. But what are you going to... An Atlanta-type situation? Get a bunch of guaranteed money? And then what? Be a chandelier in an empty warehouse? For a bad organization? Well, go for it. Go try it out. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We'll see. Good for Derek. That's a prime. That That is a textbook definition. That is a perfect example. The market will tell you what you're worth. Yeah. Uh, and just the entire situation. Uh, the first thing that I thought when I saw him going there was, oh my God, he just escaped divisional hell yeah. in, in the AFC West. Yeah, and he got right. a great division to go into. You, you, don't have to, you don't have to play against Mahomes twice a year. You don't have to play against Herb twice a year. You don't have to play against Sean Payton and Russell Wilson twice a year. Nope. Uh, you get to go to the NFC South, which Love has that. been horrific recently. As of right um, now, we have Kyle Trask, Desmond Ritter, and Matt Corral as the yeah. starting quarterback. So I think so you can go in there and win, I would say. Probably eight, the division. You could easily win the division, I feel like. And, and not like New Orleans, they're going to have to make a bunch of roster cuts to, to get under the cap. But, I mean, even just young talent, right? I like, I like Chris Olave a lot. That um, Marquez Callaway is a decent, probably three. So maybe you go maybe you go draft a two. Maybe you go get a, a cheap two in free agency. Yeah. Offensive line's good enough. You got Kamara. Defense is certainly serviceable. It's definitely a division right there. I mean, today. I, I think the division's there for the taking. Today, he's probably a top five quarterback in the NFC. Yeah. If, if Aaron stays, you got Aaron, Jalen Hurts. Probably like, and then and then there's that next tier. There's probably like, I would say Stafford if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. But then I would go like that next tier. You could you could pick your order, but like Dak, Derek, Kirk, Jared Goff, like that next tier. I was tier. gonna say Goff. He's somewhere in there, so he's probably anywhere between four and seven yeah. in the AFC, as opposed to like eleventh in the A. Or I'm sorry, in the NFC, opposed to like eleventh in the AFC. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. He has. Uh... Gone to a place with less competition, he should be able to thrive. I think it will end up being pretty good for him there. I think it'll be better than Vegas was. No, I, I, I agree. That's what it boils down to. I agree. I guess we'll find out. Um, let's let's move on to hits and misses and talk about another quarterback who just got paid. Yeah, I bet I could uh, venture a guess to who that would be. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, let's go hits and misses. So hit number one here. Let's start with it. I said I we, we talked. We said hey. Daniel Jones for $28 million? Sure. You know, we could talk. I'll have a conversation about that. Yeah. They're going to give him 40 He just signed a four-year, $160 million contract extension. $40 million a year for Daniel Jones. I would be sick to lay my head down at night. Absolutely sick. This is going to be one of the worst contracts in history. Right? Right? Like, it's got to be. <laughs> but but either way, we, we did say that they would sign him, so we were right there. That's what the hit, the hit itself is. We said they'd sign him. Personally, like I said, I, I would just, laying my head down at night, I would just be down sick if, I was, a, if I was a Giants fan. Can't feel good about that. Giants fans, in the, in the comment of this video, you have to tell me how the hell you're feeling. It can't be good. It cannot be good. No. We have to have a couple Giants fans listening. Please. Tell me, we need to get a, we need to get a temperature gauge. We need to, we need to test the wind yeah. of the people in New York right now. I have a feeling it's not good. No, no, yeah. Drink your herbal tea. Get over this sickness that you're gonna uh, about to embark upon this journey. Uh, it's not going to be good. Daniel yeah. Jones is one of the most average quarterbacks in the NFL. Couldn't agree more. Um, and, and, and you're paying him top tier money now, which is 
shocking. And then you go ahead and franchise tag Saquon Barkley. If it comes down to it and they can't pay Saquon because they paid Daniel Jones too much, that is going to be an absolute travesty. So a travesty. People are like, well, he had the best year of his career. You're telling me the best year of his career was 15 touchdowns? That's the best year of your career? So you're going to... Where does this rank him? In, like, terms of top-paid quarterbacks in the 40? 40 is like a... That's, that's like, right... I mean, it doesn't kick in. That's right under Josh Allen. It doesn't kick in this year. So by the time he actually starts making 40, he'll be probably, like, 9th, 10th, 11th, somewhere around there. Right now, though, like, theoretically... If he was paid that this year, he'd be like the fourth best, the fourth fourth highest paid quarterback. I wouldn't. I'd be. I don't know if the GM doesn't just, understand the cap. I would be just puking all night. Couldn't. Is this not like the? You know how you see like the beginnings of a horror movie, and you're like, oh, I can totally see how like everything's gonna go off the rails. Yeah, here. you, you, you can, can pick see it out. It right you now. can see it from a mile away. Yeah. that's how I feel about you this deal. You can just deal. see mediocrity for the next four years. You can just just you, at, at best mediocrity. I see Dallas. Like, what, are they modeling after the worst run team in their division? I mean, because that's what it seems like. Outside of Washington, Dallas has managed their contracts like Poor. absolute dog shit. That's true. So, like. I got to try to, like, be nice saying this, but, like, moving forward with the cap flexibility of Washington, who would you rather have today? Washington? Who would you, who would you rather be, Washington or New York? Washington. I'd rather be Washington. Because now you got rid of Carson. You can kind of rebuild things. You have you have, you have flexibility. A you, you, you have, have a, pass a rush, really nice defense. Really good pass rush. You got a decent secondary. At least the pass rush covers up for some of the blemishes in the secondary. Ter- Scary Terry's an easy number one. And you don't ha- you're not going to be in cap hell. You have a way to manipulate contracts and, and sign players. I agree. That's number one. I don't really and haven't really understood the New Orleans thing for Derek Carr. I thought there's so much over the cap, they're going to have to cut a lot of players, which means that roster you're looking at on the paper, you're like, that's a pretty talented roster. Derek could go there and make them really good. Yeah, but you have to take off about 30% of that roster you're looking at because yeah. they don't, they're already over the cap with without um, Derek. Yeah. And then you add $37.5 million to your, to your payroll, you're going to have to cut some people. Um, and I thought Carolina made a lot more sense. Had the cast base, better quarterback, whisperer type head coach. Still a really, really nice number one receiver. Like, I just thought, oh, DJ Moore is more of a two. But he's good enough, serviceable, good weapons. Had a good pass rush. I thought that made a lot more sense in New Orleans. But at the end of the day, goes to New Orleans. They do have a nice young receiver in Chris Olave. He's going to be the best quarterback in the division. And he probably wins it. So I guess I get it a little bit. Yeah. But I always thought Carolina made more sense. Carolina made... A hundred percent more sense, especially when we really broke it down. Because I remember we came on here in ep- three, four episodes ago, and one of our main stories was Derek Carr possibly down to the Bayou, and we kind of put that to bed, right? We were like, "Yeah, it, it, it there's make too sense. many, there's too many things in in the air here. It's just not as easy as it should be." And no, it, it didn't no. seem like a good fit. There are better places, I think. I think New yeah. York, the, the Jets would have been a good one too. It's something. It's something. I don't know. Hit number two here. Aaron Rodgers still doesn't have a decision. Uh, we're all surprised because we we knew he'd be extremely difficult. Yeah. Um. And and here's the here's the real hit here. Whenever he got outplayed in Lambeau by Jared Goff to get into the playoffs, I said, "Move on. This is the time to do it." Uh, I I said, "Look, the NFC is not loaded. The division's not loaded. You have a good roster. Can Jordan give you the?" Can, can Jordan be the, the 16th best quarterback in football? And I threw up the stats of, like, the 16th best quarterback. It was somewhere around, like, Tannehill, when healthy, uh, average Jared Goff. 
And I said, could, could he do that? 100% I think he can do that with that roster. Yeah. And I said, well, if that's what Aaron's giving you, then we're fine. We could do that. We can do that. And so I said, move off him. Now's the time. I mean, the, the Jets are openly talking with Aaron. So, I mean, hey, it's just chaos. They're getting held hostage again. And, of course, they didn't move off him. Who knows if they're going to? It's a mess, and we knew it would be. Well, there's two teams that need Aaron in my in my the eyes. Jets. The Jets and the Raiders. Yeah, the Jets and the Raiders, because they, they absolutely have to have a quarterback. And for the same Aaron's reason. The best one, no. For the same reason. Because yeah. they're both in division with quarterbacks that they can't stand to have like a super super inferior guy yeah right? have like, at least somebody that can hang a little bit right like you're yeah. you're Maho- you're in division with mahomes you're in division herbert. with herbert and russ russ with, is gonna be better yeah um so you're gonna need like an aaron Rodgers in there to really really compete and then you flip it over to the jet side and you got josh allen uh you got mac jones who isn't great but i mean any bill belichick good coach enough. team yeah. is gonna be good yeah, and no, then and then you have tua and all the weapons in miami and they're, gonna and they're not gonna like fall off anytime yeah, they're gonna put up points yeah. so you, you need somebody to keep pace in both divisions yeah i agree mr mature i i didn't think that the seahawks would sign geno smith i just i look he had one good year that's great i didn't think you know for for a 33 million dollars that, that that that's what he would garner um but either way i i good for them i guess they have a competent quarterback for the next three years um, they can look to keep building up the roster, pace one of their players, and then go get a young quarterback in a couple years here. So I, I, I guess it makes sense. Maybe they draft a guy. Who knows? We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I think it'll it'll turn out. For right now, miss number two here. I just did not expect them to sign Gino uh, for anything near that number. No, but I don't think he's a bad option. No, it's not. It, I, I don't. I don't hate it. I just don't love it. Yeah. Hit number three here. <clears throat> we've known the Chiefs are a good organization for just about ever. We've been adamant that it feels more like a dynasty, not just because of the coach quarterback thing, but just because of how smart they are, right? I've said that New England's dynasty, it was weird. They always moved off players like a year or two before the player fell off a cliff. Yeah. Right? And then they still find a way to succeed without him. Now, I know Tyreek didn't fall off a cliff, but they moved off him at the perfect time. Hey, no, no, Tyreek, we're not going to pay you $22 million, right? Yeah. We're going to go get other receivers. What do you know? They win a Super Bowl, right? Same idea. They released Frank Clark, the pass rusher. That's fine. He had 13 QB hits all year. TJ Watt had 13 QB hits in the first two weeks. So it's like, <laughs> it, it makes sense to move, to move off him. He was a big cap hit. You're going to start paying Mahomes more. You got to start prioritizing who you pay. Frank Clark was a, a, a you know, expendable uh, asset. It makes a ton of sense. I think what the Chiefs do really well is they're super realistic in their evaluation of their own players. 100%. Like, they're not going to get too high. They're not going to get too low on some guys. And they're not afraid to make that jump. They're not afraid to release somebody. They're no, not afraid yeah. to cut somebody. And they have the talent group and the, the core nucleus to make really anything work. Yeah, 100%. Especially Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. All right, miss number three here. Look, I thought Atlanta would at least make a phone call on Lamar. He's from the area. He's dynamic. He would, again, be the e- easily the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. Be him or Carr, but I would probably take Lamar I would take over Lamar. Derek. I yeah. would take Lamar. He wins yeah. more. And, and also, he, he's mobile. In a mobile league, you got to be mobile. Um, but they said they're good. No, they're not taking they're, – you know, they're not going to – they're not going to talk trade. I mean, look, it, to me, what that says is, hey, we're good. We're going to be bad this year. We'll take Caleb or Drake May next year. Like, that. that's to me what it says. Yeah. Uh, granted, I thought they were tanking last year, and they went seven games, so I don't know. But it just doesn't feel – if you truly wanted to win, don't you at least make a call on Lamar? You would He's an think, MVP. Don't you at least you make a call? You would think you'd call. take a stab at it because I'd rather have well, – I don't know if rather, but I, I'd say it's kind of on, like, an equal level of right. – Drafting a Drake May next year and having Lamar this year. Lamar this year. 
I think like either way you cut that, you're yeah, pretty least, much on the same page. You at least kicked the tires on Lamar, but yeah. they didn't at all. So they said, no, we're good. No, that's crazy to me. I don't know. That's all we got for the first segment here. Come back. We're going to have a little bit of a game. We're going to, you know, do a little, do a little deal or no deal action, a little draft or no draft. We're going like to give that. you we about what? Seven NFL teams. Most of them at the top, uh, you know, in, in the argument, do we get a quarterback? Do we not? Do we go veteran? Do we wait? Um, so we'll kind of do a little uh, draft or not to draft uh, NFL team edition for quarterbacks here. So uh, don't go anywhere. Oh, welcome in on a loaded Thursday here. Yet another loaded show, NFL free agency. I Look, I was under the impression sort of the 15th. Is that not still a thing? Because it doesn't seem like it. Everything is just going off. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the real reason is just, you know, the deadline was was this past one, I was say Tuesday, um, you know, to sign franchise tags and do all that. So I guess it makes sense to see, you know, Daniel Jones' contract, Derek Carr gets a contract, Lamar gets tagged, right, all this stuff. Um, so I, I guess it makes sense the deadlines then, but but either way, it has been a crazy week in Hectic the NFL. Week, yeah. It feels great to come on and actually talk about some of the stuff. Um, we already talked about a little bit of Derek Carr, a little bit of Lamar Jackson. Um, got into the Danny Dimes getting a lot of money, which is ridiculous. Whatever, which, hey, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's it, not my cup of tea, but whatever. No, I, I mean, at some point you have to like look yourself in the mirror and realize what you are, right? Forty million a year for Daniel Jones. Look, I'm sure you got to be able to win games, and I I know that you got to the playoffs. I know that they won a playoff game, but how much that is actually Daniel Jones? He didn't win games. He just didn't lose games. Very little of it is Daniel Jones. Am I paying forty million dollars for a quarterback who just doesn't lose games? Is Daniel Jones going to become the next, like this next generation of Kirk Cousins, just a less productive version of him? Where like you're never going to be out of a football game. It could be that way with Daniel. Not going to be out of a football game with Kirk. I mean, you, you make a point. It's it's just because nobody's comfortable paying. I don't think I'm. I'm not going to pay if that's who he is. I'm not paying him forty million a year no, to do that. Fifteen touchdowns? Are we kidding? Fifteen touchdowns? Is that a freaking joke? Season. That's ridiculous. And you said what? Russell Wilson's worst season was Russell 16 Wilson, touchdowns. While Russell he was Wilson. Uh, consensus. This was his worst year of his career. Right. I think people can all agree. Yeah. That this was an awful year. Yeah. Awful. He was even hurt for I think three games. Right. Missed three starts. Threw sixteen touchdown passes. Daniel Jones, what's viewed as the best year of his career, throws a whopping 15. But he's getting in paid. all 17. But he's getting paid like he's the dude. It's so ridiculous. I don't get it. Okay. So anyway, the game that we're going to play, little, little deal or no deal action, draft or no draft, should this team draft a quarterback within, I don't know, let's say their first, should they spend a valuable pick, right, a first or a second on a quarterback? Okay, hit me with it. We're going to go Seattle first. Seattle, I would go no, right? So you pay Geno, so you have Tim under contract, three years, $105 million. So he's making some good money. That's, that's, that's big boy money. Um, the division's not as strong as we thought it once was, right? The Niners are fine, but who's starting a quarterback for them? Brock can't throw. Do we trust Trey? Probably not. Mm. I don't think they're going to go out and get another quarterback, right? Yeah. I, I mean, we like Stafford, but they're kind of gutting the team right now. Stafford's good, but he's been hurt the last couple of years. He's aging. Kyler won't be back maybe all year. At least for the first ten. Yeah. Right. So right now, is it plausible that Geno is at least the best performing quarterback of all time? Not, not, not of all time in that division. But right now, going into the season, he has an argument as the best quarterback in the division. Yeah. So I guess I get it. I would go with no. All right. How about uh, number two here? The Detroit Lions. 
Detroit, I would go with yes. I, I think I think Levis, if he if Levis falls to him at what they're at six, I think it makes a ton of sense. We talked about this a little bit before th- the show. I think it makes a ton of sense. I don't think they need to draft a guy for right now, but I think everybody views. I think we can we can split them into groups, right? I think uh, Bryce Young is probably the most NFL ready, but we worry about his size. Mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud probably has the most upsides in terms of. Maybe not upside, but but reliable upside, right? Like, everybody knew Justin Herbert wasn't going to be bad. We didn't think he was going to be this. right? I think C.J. Stroud is going to come in. He's not going to be bad. Can he be good? Who We'll see. He's not going to be awful. And then and then Levis, he's probably a one-year project. Richardson's a two-plus-year project, right? I think we can split the four first-round quarterbacks into those categories. Yeah. So, so can Detroit go get a Levis? A one-year project. Goff starts for a year. You go win 10 games and make the playoffs with Goff. Turn it over to Levis. Now deal you restart. Goff. Deal Goff. Clear a bunch of cap space while you still have a guy on his rookie deal, mm-hmm. and you go acquire pieces. I to mean, me, it, it makes work. a ton of sense. It could work. Because I don't think Detroit's going to be drafting at five or six anytime soon. Well, I don't. I think that's a really good roster. And you have to think now. So Dan Campbell wants to get his guy. He of wants course. to get his, yeah, the guy I mean, that he drafted that he wants and wants to kind of bring up through the system. I agree. I think they did what was right. Jared Goff was a bridge quarterback. Yeah, and for sure. He, People think and of a him damn as, good one. People think that he's gonna like sit there for the rest of his career and play there. I don't see that. Probably not. I I think he was more of a bridge guy. Yeah. They used him for a year. They built around him. They actually have like some pieces and a semblance of a good team now. Yeah, hundred percent. So now you add that quarterback that you want in there. Let him sit. Let him get experience from Goff. Goff's a great guy to get experience from. Yeah. He's played in big games. He's been to a Super Bowl. Um, hear more. So let him sit. Let him learn. I really like it. Yeah, Jared's wildly productive. Almost 30 touchdowns this past year. He's a productive quarterback. Yeah. So, I mean, they'll be fine. All right. Um, number three, Houston Texans. I would go with yes. Even even if you draft Young, Stroud, if you like Levis, go for Levis at, at, at two. You well, you cannot be, I've said it a thousand times, you cannot be boring and bad in the NFL. You have to pick one or the other. <laughs> Ideally, neither. But you can't be boring and bad. Um, and right now they're boring and bad. I, I'm not tuning in to watch if they draft a rookie, especially Bryce Young, right in a dome type environment. A lot of warm weather teams that they play. If you look at their schedule, that I would tune into. I, I tune into that. It'd be interesting. Almost every week. I that that's a that's a game that I hope Scott cuts to in, in NFL Red Zone. Right, like I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, and and even if you don't like him, you could go draft a guy next year. Right, like I don't think it's one of those where it's like, oh, we have to draft him. He's got to work out for seven years. Draft him if you don't like him after a year or two. Move off him. That's fine. They're not. But you have to draft a guy now. Are you better tomorrow with Bryce Young? Yes. How much better? I would say at least twice as good. I don't think it matters how much better. As long as you're better. Significantly. As long as you're better. I think that's all that matters. Then I think you draft him. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, number four here, we got the Carolina Panthers. Carolina, I'm going to go with no. I think what they need is exactly what a Goff has been, a bridge quarterback. I think they need a Jimmy G for a year or two. Steady the ship. Go get yourself. They had a bunch of reckless, big personality quarterbacks. Sam, Baker. Cam Newton back in the Cam day. Cam Newton, yeah. like <laughs> They need to get quiet and boring for a year while they reset and then go get their guy, right? They need yeah. to bring the temperature down, go win seven games with Jimmy G, be competitive. Frank Reich builds his culture. Then you go get a guy. I don't think that right now they're set up for a rookie quarterback. No, and I think when they do decide to get a quarterback, they're at a point right now where they can't waste quarterback picks. They need to they need to focus on building their, their identity, figuring out who they are, what they want to be, and then from there, go find a guy that fits that culture. Yeah. Instead yeah. of going out and picking a guy right now and then trying to scramble to build around him, that could be really tough. I agree. 
All right, number five here, we got the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta, I go with no, but for a different reason. I think they're in the full tank for Caleb Williams, Drake May area. Mm-hmm. Where, like, I, I, you can keep telling yourself Desmond Ritter. I don't I don't see it. I don't get it. I, I'm, I'm not a believer. I've never been a fan. So you can keep telling yourself Desmond Ritter, Desmond Ritter, but I, I, I'm, that's not. I don't think so. I don't think so. I and think I, that ship has sailed a little I, bit. I like Drake London. I, I don't think he's going to be viewed. You're going to look back in a couple years. I don't think he's going to be viewed as an upper echelon, like a top 10 receiver. He's going to be a good, serviceable top 20 receiver. Um, I don't view him as a top 10 to 15 guy. Um, Kyle Pitts is fine. A little bit overrated in terms of he doesn't produce a ton. He's had like two touchdowns his entire career. So I I think Atlanta's fine. I don't think the roster is good enough to go win games right now, even with, I don't know, a Jimmy G, something like that. I think they reset, go get a Drake May, Caleb Williams next, next year. All right, last team here, we got the Indianapolis Colts. Actually, we got two more. But let's start with Indy. I would go with yes. I think that's an easy one. I think that's an easy one. Who's starting a quarterback right now? Sam Ellinger? Are you really going to bring run it back with Matt Ryan? Yeah. No. I mean, it's... The impatient owner. you got to go make a splash. <laughs> Who's a splash? I, I feel like C.J. Stroud's their guy at four. Mm, I think that makes a ton of sense for me. And look, you have to find guys that fit what you have, right? And what they have is a bunch of receivers that don't separate. What is C.J. Stroud's thing? accuracy and throwing people open. That's one thing he's fantastic at. We don't know if he can make a bunch of off-script plays. We don't know if his arm is is spectacular. But is he accurate at throwing people open? Absolutely he is. So I think that is where Indy could excel because they don't have separation players. Michael Pittman's not a separation receiver. Yeah. Uh, the last one, by the way, is the Raiders. All right, yeah, yeah I didn't get that. I didn't have that one no, 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 you're here. good, you're good. That's my bad. I would go. I would go with no for the Raiders. And you said you you actually were the one that said probably not. You think they they should go for Rodgers? I would agree. Yeah. I think Jimmy G should probably be a good backup plan for them. That's a relatively win now roster. Really, you're gonna have to pay Hunter Renfro soon at some point. Devontae's making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Waller might walk. Who knows? Your defense well, is still pretty cheap. No, they're not. They're not good, but they're still cheap. I think that's where you go get a you go big. And plus. Are you really going to roll Jarrett Stidham in that division? No. Come on. No, 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 no. You know, are you going to put a rookie in that division? <laughs> like, let's be real here. you got to go get a veteran. Hey, Jarrett Stidham, we need you to keep pace with Patrick Mahomes twice a year. And then then we need you to go Herbert to SoFi and keep pace with Herbert for one game. And then he's going to come to your house, and then you're going to have to do and the same thing. Yeah. And then, by the way, uh, one of the greatest coaches in the NFL, in Sean Payton, now has twice. control with, uh, with Russell Wilson. And, you know, he doesn't have much patience to wait for Russell Wilson to figure it out. So you know that he's going to put pressure on that team to be really good. So, hey, go keep pace with them, too. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. You got to go get you got to go get a veteran baller like an Aaron Rodgers. So. You, you have to. It's it's priority number one. I would agree. I would agree. Let's go ahead and transition into some news, some sports news from you know around mostly football, big football days. So um, let's go ahead and just jump right into the news. All right, story number one here is Texas head football coach Steve Sarkeesian states there's a quarterback battle between Quinn Ewers, pretty pretty touted recruit. Uh, and Arch Manning, mm. the touted recruit as well. So Arch Manning, five-star, obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the class. Going to be probably a freak of nature in college, I would imagine, as yeah. well. Quinn Ewers was a top you know, top, uh, top recruit, what is that, three years ago now, transferred from Ohio State into Texas. Was really productive when he was healthy last year. When he got banged up a little bit, that's when production started to drop off a little bit. Um, I Look, I don't have a good answer for this. I feel like when in doubt, always go with the young guy. Um, that's just... Especially, especially a guy who's probably ready, like an arch, yeah. arch Manning. Like you don't feel you're not like, oh yeah, kind of immature. Like no, it's like eh, I feel like he's he's he there. was he was grown 
he grew, he grew in up, that yeah, pedigree of right. quarterbacks. Um, no, yeah, he has. I feel like he would have more ability to talk to the media. I mean, yeah. we know what Eli has been able to do and, and how he's handled the media. Uh, and their personalities. They're just very groomed, perfectly groomed for the NFL. 100%. And they can lead a franchise. They're calm. They don't freak out. They're not going to be the guy that goes to the podium and says ridiculous shit like Baker does. Like, yeah, yeah so, like, a, like, like a Baker, you're, Johnny. Exactly. You're not yeah. going to worry, oh, is this guy is this guy a grown-up enough to lead a college franchise? I think 100% he is. Yeah. yeah I, I do feel bad a little bit uh, for Quinn Ewers. He goes to Ohio State, probably was good enough to get some playing time, but he had Justin Fields ahead of him. Right, CJ right. Stroud was in the wings. Kyle McCord uh, from from St. Joe's, where you know we're familiar mm-hmm. playing against St. Joe's. Right, he was in the wings. Right, so just not a lot of room for Quinn Ewers to actually get some playing time. Um, then he goes to Texas, plays really well, gets hurt. So it's like, get the, get, and then and then if Arch Manning ends up winning this, then what, I mean, what's Quinn going to do? Probably transfer again. You'd have to. Do you want a second time transfer? Not really. No. He's probably not going to go to a powerhouse. So it's like. I do feel bad for him. I hope he gets a shot. I hope he gets a shot. And if he does, if it's not a Texas, I hope somebody gives him a shot elsewhere. But uh, either way, we'll, we'll looking forward to that. Because like, yeah, we'll Texas, keep an eye on it. Because I think Texas is right there. Like I, I know, I know Texas has quote unquote been back for I don't know like ten years now. Well, and now they're but about I to enter the there. SEC. Like I think they're right there. Like they they played Bama. I mean, what they what they beat or they they lost Bama by what one like twenty to nineteen. Yeah. Like they played big boy defense against against Bryce Young and Bama. So now I'm not sure how long Arch Manning will be at Texas, right? Because you have to we look. Have to, at we have to be there for what two years minimum. Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. So wait, that would put him to no. He'll be there when they go to the SEC because they go to the SEC in 2025. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So he'll play. He'll so be the starter 2023, 2024. And then 2024, 24, 25. I think it probably goes in, though, that 25, year, 26. 20, yeah. So that 24, 25. If he needs a third season, he'll play in the SEC. Money. And we, th- I feel either like that's way, a good measuring stick, though. Yeah, for, either for way. a team like Texas. Either way, they've been kind of ramping up their schedule a little bit, playing more SEC teams out of conference. So. Yeah. All right, story number two here. Tom Brady has denied rumors of uh, of returning, you know, out of retirement. Uh, but multiple sources, you know, the athletic – uh, I saw Sports Center the other day have claimed that they believe that he will once again unretire. We've seen names like the 49ers floated out there. We've seen Miami floated out there. And, and, and I did hear a good hypothetical. What if Tua hurts his head again? Like I mean, Realistically speaking, he goes out in the first four weeks of the year, gets another concussion. What do you do? You, you better hope that free agent him, market right? is like open. You can't start him, right? No, no, because that—that's what three. So you can get a retired player at any time during the year, dude. Why don't you just go get Tom? It's week five. You think he would come out of retirement in week five to, to play go with that roster? I do think to so. to play in Miami if Tua goes down. Yeah, you don't think he does it and is okay sitting on the bench as a number two? He comes in as a starter. Over. Oh, two. Tom's not coming back to sit on the bench. Well, yeah, I. But you think he would come out of retirement halfway through the season-ish? Week five, week six. To be Belichick twice, probably. If they haven't played him twice already. I hope. I, mm, I don't know if I'd like that. It's just interesting. I'm just saying. But either way. Do you yeah, like that? I think I like the Niners' idea a lot better. Because I think his timeline lines up with the Niners' timeline, right? So, first of all, they have a win-now roster. So, right? So, you got Trent Williams, George Kittle, Debo, right? Who knows, C-Mac, how, who knows how long these pieces are going to be healthy and still at their peak? Mm-hmm. Right, A lot of them are aging, a lot of them are injury-prone, like a Debo, like a C-Mac, right? But also, you don't want to go sign a guy for like a five-year deal because you have these young quarterbacks, so you want to give them a shot eventually. So, does Tom for a year work? I think so. 
One year. I'm saying one year. Just Tom Ward. San yep. Francisco. 100%. It's interesting. I, think I, don't think it'll does, ha- I don't think it'll happen. I think it's it's like so... I don't think it'll happen, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And there's legitimate sources saying that they, they believe it's possible. If there was a time to do it, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have retired. He should have just gone there. I mean, everybody knew they were interested. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. knew he wanted... Like, everybody knows Tom would want to play for San Francisco. He grew up there. I'm not saying I disagree. It's interesting, though, once you actually retire, how you actually feel, you know? I don't know. All right, story number three here. The New York Jets officials are officially flying to meet with Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, who is still, of course, uh, you know, no pun intended, leaving the organization in the dark, and thank you. <laughs> Come on, that was good. Uh, the dark retreat. Either way, it's like... That's what I want my franchise quarterback doing. I just, I don't... I don't get it. I just don't get so it. So if you're the Jets, are you actively searching? Are you pushing for Rodgers? Is he your number one option? And what happens if you don't get him? He has to be your number one option because who else are you going to roll with? What's your other options? Zach Wilson. <laughs> I'm losing sleep. Like who? It's, it's, it's I'm not Aaron saying or nobody. I like it. It's Aaron or nobody right now. Mm. I don't think it's Jimmy G. It could be. And, and look, I don't even love Aaron, but like, let's be real here. I'm taking Aaron over Jimmy G. Like, let's not let's not get crazy here. Yeah, and I like Jimmy. Yeah, I like Jimmy, but let's not get crazy. I feel like if you need any, if you're the Jets, you can't take a Jimmy G. It's either Aaron Rodgers or you go uh, draft somebody. I would honestly probably start talking to Lamar's agents yesterday. First of all, like, like I don't know why you wouldn't have done it. You don't think there have been any conversations yet? None leaked, and I think. And I, and I know it could be just like, oh, we'll just both sides will keep it hush hush. But I feel like, from Lamar's standpoint, from his camp, that would be something you'd want to leak to drive your price and up. And plus, around the it's league. New York. Nothing ever stays hush hush in New York. No. Yeah, first of all, yeah, that's a great point. That's <laughs> a great point. Nothing ever stays hush hush in New York. And Lamar's side would have tons of motive for leaking it, right? You leak it, you drive your price up around the league because you're showing it, other teams are showing interest. So it makes sense. Right. So you'd probably hear something if they were. But instead, it's all Rodgers. So now they would have to beat the price of whatever... No, 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 no. Baltimore would have to beat the price of whatever the Jets would Yeah, theoretically, say, say the Jets come in and they say, we'll give you five years, $200 million guaranteed. And Baltimore would have a chance to match or beat it. If they don't, though, the Jets would subsequently sign Lamar to that contract and give up two first-round picks. That I don't love. That's tough. Mm. That I don't love. I don't know. So it's he could kind of screw Baltimore here. Like, a lot. He could. But, I mean, if you're Baltimore, you get two firsts. ton of cap space. I'm not saying I love it. I'm not being like, oh, you know, I'd love to depart with him. You know, I'd love my MVP to just go out the door. <laughs> I mean, look, I like Tyler but like, Huntley. He's good, but he's not Lamar. No, but there's times to move off people and times to not. And if somebody's going to give him $200 million guaranteed and you're going to get two first-round picks, for me, that's time. All I'm right. in. I'm we, we started talking about Aaron Rodgers. Um, he's a complete buffoon. Yeah. He goes in the dark for four days. You don't have an answer? <laughs> I mean, I have an idea on what he was doing a little bit, if you know what I mean. Come on. Like, let's be real. <laughs> Are we serious right now? What are you now? doing in a cabin in the woods for four days by yourself, man? You know what he's <laughs> doing. My man got bored, bored. Like, come on. What are we doing? Four days, you don't have, you don't have an answer? Yeah. He's, and he comes out on this on this podcast as a psychologist. Well, it's my life. If you don't like it, then stop listening. 
Like that. Shut then up. stop talking. Shut up. Yeah, stop talking. Then why are you? Why are you plastering it on every podcast? You go on a weekly show every week, and then you complain when people talk about you. Well, I don't know. You just went on a top five podcast, top three <laughs> sports podcast in the world. Like, what are you doing? I don't know how to solve that for you, dude. I don't know how to solve that. That's kind of on you. That is on you, 100%. You're putting a billboard on your head. Either way. Him to the Jets, I feel like, makes sense for the Jets. I, we talked about it a little bit. I think he's still the same prickly Rodgers, no matter where you put him. Yeah. He's, he's in New York. No no different thing being no. in Green Bay. No. He's going to be the same. You know, if season ends, what's happening with Aaron? Is he retiring? Because he talked about retiring like 17 times before we got to even week four. So, um, you know, there's a gray area there. Not sure. I don't know. We'll see. That's all we got for segment number two. Don't go anywhere. We're going to finish it off with a short little third segment, doing a little good, bad, ugly, talking about quarterback, uh, either newly signed contracts, older contracts, you know, contract disputes, uh, talking about is it good, you know, we like it going forward, bad, where it's like not ideal, but could still be saved, or is it ugly where it's this is going to be really, really bad for a long time? So uh, don't go anywhere. We're going. We're going to rip some franchises and rip some quarterbacks. What's up? Here we go into the third segment, um, March 9th, Thursday. Uh, we have more quarterback contracts to talk. So we're going to play a game, good, bad, ugly, in this segment. We're going to go over. Uh, uh, Seven, I think. Yeah, it's that time seven, of year. Seven different quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah um, Their kind of contract situation, whatever they're. Yeah, either find themselves in. Like newly signed. Um, looking for a team. Yeah, newly signed. We have a couple older contracts. Yeah, still looking for a team. So yeah. Guys that can move around. Yeah. So uh, kind of go through rank how their contract is holding up, but guys. In the meantime, go to theissuesports.com. We just dropped our new line of uh, merchandise. last. Uh, we did it on Saturday the 4th. Uh, yeah. So go check it out, theissuesports.com slash shop. We have the Andrew McCutcheon uh, returns, so that, sweet. that whole line. It so is sweet. awesome. I love how that came out. Yeah. And then we have the Bad Day to Be a Beer, and If It Flies It which, Dies, starting to move into the outdoor segment, which is always a good thing. And it's always a bad day to be a beer. Oh, absolutely. So you can wear that every day. Well, especially with darty season coming up. Might as well get one for every day. Go yeah. Get, go get seven of them. I think we got like How five different shirts? colors. We got five, five, five different colors. You can get you can get uh, with the big logo on the front. You can get the big logo on the back. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, mix it up a little bit. Yeah, we got options. Mix uh, it up so, a little bit. So, go sh- uh, check that out over there. And then also... While you're on the website, just sign up for the newsletter. It comes out every single week. Yep. You may have noticed if you've been on the website, we had our first um, something to chew on was featured on the homepage of the website this last week. Just something uh, to kind of get you interested, and that is just what the newsletter is, and even more. So go sign up. Uh, just type your email in, and then click sign up, and then accept it when it comes to the inbox, and you will get our newsletter every week. Those come out on Wednesday, but. This segment, like I said, we are going to play good, bad, ugly. So let's start with that. Yeah. So let's 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 preface this by kind of explaining what good, bad, and ugly means, right? Good is going to be a contract I don't have to worry about it for the next five to three. Let's go three to five years where I'm set, I'm happy, I got my quarterback, I can build around this quarterback, and it's not going to hamper me to the point where we're going to start talking about them taking a pay cut next year, moving off them the year after, right? Yeah. Bad means I don't love the contract, but I think we can still salvage it, and I think it has some redeeming qualities to it. Ugly is I don't like anything about it. Who knows where it's going to go, and it's it's a sour situation, so let's go ahead and start. 
So, first one on the list here, we got Daniel Jones and his new contract. This is an easy one for me. This is an ugly. I think I think $40 million a year for Daniel Jones is outrageous. Uh, somebody in what was considered their best year through 15 touchdown passes. Now, I know he runs the football, but let's not act like he's actually a dual-threat quarterback. It's bad. He's just has good enough mobility to get outside the pocket and move a little bit. Now, I know... In some packages, Dable uses him uh, to run the football a lot. So, I mean, he adds, like, what, six rushing touchdowns? So you're telling me he's got 21 total touchdowns for a what you guys want to say is a dual-threat quarterback? I that That is not enough production. I'm sorry. And I, and I know it's the NFC, and I know not everybody can be Patrick Mahomes, but you have to be a lot better than that. Yeah. Um, and, 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 like, I've always said, if I got him at 28 to $32 million, I'll be – relatively happy, more closer to 28 than 32, but I'd be happy paying Daniel Jones $28 million for the next four years. 40 is ridiculous. 40 is insanity. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, to me, that takes them out of Super Bowl contention, out of NFC contention. Um, borderline out of playoff contention, I think they're going to be scrapping and clawing for just the last wild card spot from here on out. Um, I don't know what you do. You need to completely rebuild this, the, the secondary. You need to completely rebuild your, your wide receiving core. Who knows how long Saquon's going to be healthy. You might not have to go find a running back soon. <laughs> Their offensive line outside of left tackle is a complete mess. Yeah. And now you don't have any money. And to now you don't have any money. To, to throw at anything. It looks bad. It looks bad in New York. I don't like it. All right, number two here, Russell Wilson. I'll go bad. A lot of people would say ugly. I'll go bad because I think in terms of being able to fix it, I mean, you have Sean Payton. Yeah. Right, so... What, what you've done so far, since you had the bad year, you said, okay, bad coach, let's realize it soon, let's pivot off that. Great job, right? The problem is when you when you, when you you make a mistake and then you stick with it, right? You, they pivoted off it, you go get the best coach in the market, Sean Payton, love that, right? He has good weapons, he's got two guys coming back from injury that are going to be impact players, Tim Patrick and the, and the running back, Javante Williams, so that's going to help out a lot. They have good, well, they have decent um draft capital, right? Mostly later rounds, but you can go get some depth at the interior line, which is what they need. You can go find a, a third linebacker, which is what they need. So they should be fine. I'll go bad because obviously, you know, giving him a shitload of money when he's not producing is not ideal. No, yeah. But it's fixable to the point where you can be competitive in the AFC. Yeah, so not in the ugly category there. Uh, number three here, let's go Patrick Mahomes. Big contract. To me, this is an easy one. This is good. I don't really care what I'm paying Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I know that it goes up this coming year. Um, but you, you go look, in three years, this is going to be, uh, I don't know, a top 14. It's going to be like the 13th or 14th contract in about three or four years now. Honestly, so it's like, yeah. so is it going to hurt for the next year or so? Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, what's what's going to be their, their step down? I mean, they have tons of cap space this coming <laughs> year, right? They already cut Frank Clark. They're going to have, which that was a good decision. He wasn't super productive anyway. They're going to have cap space. They have young guys that they're not even paying yet. They got a bunch of cheap labor on the team already. Yeah. There's not a there's not an immediate roadblock financially for this team in the next five years. And then after five years, the quarterback contract is going to be on the f- team-friendly side. So for the next five years, they're set. And then after that, it's going to be a team-friendly contract. So you can reset with a whole other group of contracts and be just fine after that. So yeah. they're, they're set. All right, number four here, Geno Smith. Now, this one's interesting. Yeah, Geno, I'm going to go bad because I, I don't love just a oh, one good year and, and you and you pay him and also you go look at you go look at Gino against good teams and Gino against bad teams and it's a stark difference even in his in his uh, up year last year right like against the Niners embarrassed I mean it was toe to toe against Atlanta at home right <laughs> like so against good teams and against teams that can give him some pushback 
Geno's not quite as good. He needs a run game, absolutely needs a run game. When Kenneth Walker went out and teams knew he was going to run or throw the football and they couldn't run the football, it got ugly for Geno. It did. So I, I don't love that side of it. But at the end of the day, he is productive. And it's a, it's a roster that's not super conducive to a project-type quarterback, like a rookie quarterback coming in. Now, if you could draft a Levis or a Richardson, let him sit for two years behind Geno. That might be better. Might be might be an idea, but that uh, might be better. overall, um, it, it's bad, but it's not, it's not quite ugly yet. All right, let's go five, Lamar Jackson. To me, this one's ugly. I mean, leaks on both sides. Uh, the Ravens put a non-exclusive franchise, franchise tag on him, which is super rare, and it basically says... Yeah, you have permission. Like, while you technically are franchise tagged by us, you're set to get paid by us this upcoming season, you're allowed to go look at other teams and make deals with other teams, and we have the chance to match it. So it's just, it's basically saying, to me at least, it's what it seems that the Ravens are saying, you don't believe us that, that this isn't your actual value? Go test the market, see what it says. Yeah. Right? Like, you you want to tell us that you're worth 200 some million guaranteed? Go test the market. Let's see how it goes. Is anybody else going to give him that? What do you think? Just Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think it's ugly. I think he gets traded. I don't think he plays under the tag. I don't think any team is going to go after him because of what you're going to have to give him guaranteed money-wise and also what you're going to have to uh, give up the two first-round picks. Yeah. So I think eventually he'll get traded. All right. Interesting. Uh, number six here, Derek Carr. Big new contract in New Orleans. I'll go good. Yeah, I'll go good. I um, it, It's borderline. It, it's it's on the lower end of good for sure because at the end of the day, I'd love him for more closer to 30 than I would 37 and a half. But Derek Carr's been able to, to overcome so much in his career that this is the best roster he's had. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Uh, at least in my opinion. Uh, you got a really good defense, nice offensive line, good offensive pieces. Kamara's a stud running back. Um, and $37 million is not too bad. And also, the division, he's easily the best quarterback in that division. It's yeah. not even a question. No, yeah. And that's probably the best roster today, including him. Tampa's close, but they don't have a quarterback. So... I think it's probably the best overall roster in the division, so it's good for Derek Carr. All right, last one here, number seven, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that's ugly. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, you went and twiddled thumbs in a dark cave or a dark cabin or whatever for four days, and you have you're not even close to an answer. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it it's getting a, it's getting ridiculous. The the Packers should rip the bandaid off. And here's what's even worse. If he comes back or if he goes anywhere via trade, they owe him almost sixty million dollars. It's like fifty some million dollars. Really I think against the cap, it's like thirty-eight or thirty-nine. But you owe him a lot of money if you bring him on your team. Yeah, that I can't justify for somebody who's not going to be coming in the offseason. Doesn't really work super well with young receivers. He's going to hold your franchise hostage, basically. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's an ugly situation for anybody who takes on Aaron's contract. Hundred percent agree. I mean, it has gotten really bad in Green Bay, and I don't see it getting better wherever he goes. So I don't either. It'll stay about the same. I agree. But that's it. That's good, bad, and ugly. That's it for the show. Yeah, it is it for the show. Sayonara. Um, that's all we have for today. Guys, make sure you are going to the website. Check everything out. Subscribe on YouTube and uh, follow on Spotify. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called on there. Whatever yeah, it is. whatever. Uh, just hit the follow, subscribe, whatever. Classify it however you want. Follow the show. Uh, Let for it all identify the new itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, sign up for the newsletter. You'll be able to keep up with the show. Always in the loop with what's going on. Guys, we really appreciate you listening. And that was the issue.